Hello, Savvy listeners, and welcome to episode 168 of the Savvy Girls podcast. This is Deborah, and I'm podcasting to you from Rhinebeck, New York. This is Melanie, and I'm also podcasting to you from Rhinebeck, New York. We have a great episode for you today. At least I hope it ends up being great. It is going to be stories of our time at the New York State Sheep and Wool Festival in Rhinebeck, New York. In Rhinebeck, New York. And with that... You have to sit back. And... And... Don't sit back. In fact, it's... it's There's still time for you to, you know, go to Rhinebeck. That's true, and... And enjoy this show and that show. Enjoy this show and that show. <laughs> and I said, it's just an ordinary day, and it's all your state of mind. At the end of the day, you just got to say it's all right. So, sis, this is the end of the first day of the New York State Sheep and Wool Festival. And Melanie and I are sitting here with our friends. We've traveled here with my friend Shang and her lovely brother, Kim. And he's sitting here and is refusing to be on the episode. Oh, he's going to be on the episode. But, you know, we'll interview him. It's his first ever um, Sheep and Wool Festival. So that is going to be exciting. At least it's been exciting for him. Or has it? The truth will come out. That's true. That's true. So let's talk about how our how our trip has gone so far. All right. Well, you have a car. So for the first time ever, we did not drive here in a rental car. You drove here in yes. a car you owned. So I bought a car. It's, it's a used car, and it is a 2006, and it's a stick shift, which I'm not super practiced at driving. So when it's actually proper driving on a highway... That's fine, but that's a stop seven and, out of ten. Okay, so that's about a seven out of ten. But stop and stop and go traffic in the city is is a little more stressful for me. But I'm doing better, and it is. It was been very nice to just load up the car and go without having to go to the rental place and factor in the hour and a half that always takes. Right. And then we, so it was Friday after work, I hurried home. Actually, Melanie met me at the office and then With we- With a sandwich. She brought me a sandwich. It was delicious. There was feta cheese in it. And what else was in the sandwich? Cauliflower. Cauliflower. I the office. Marinated cauliflower. It was delicious. People need to know this. Okay. Yes. And so we hurried home and we packed up and we loaded the car with not too much stuff. Well, we each had a large suitcase because clearly we needed to take everything and then we hit the road, and it was a simple two-and-a-bit-hour drive. And, and we, here we are. Well, we went straight to the fairgrounds. We're not here. Well, not yet. We went straight to the fairgrounds. We wanted to enter photographs in the photography contest. So we went to the fairgrounds, and that was Friday afternoon, and entered the pictures. And then we came here. Then here to our rental. We got an Airbnb place, and we met our friends, and then... Yesterday evening. That was we, yesterday evening. Yeah. And then we... Hung, we went for cheesy fries. We went for cheesy fries. Yes. So there's a pizza restaurant, and I forget what the it's Don't called, know. but there's a pizza restaurant in Rhinebeck Town, and, well, they do pizza, and it's all right pizza. It's not my favorite. It's sort of standard... Standard... Standard pizza. Not pizza. Great. But they have buffalo cheesy fries, which are just disgusting. And fabulous all at the same time. Yes. So it's French fries with plastic nacho cheese on top and then buffalo sauce. And jalapenos. And jalapenos. And so we made quick work of those. So after dinner. After dinner, we went to the Airbnb that Ron and T from the Buffalo Yarn Company were 
were renting, and we had a nice little visit there. Yep, yep. We hung out with them. We got to meet all their friends, so that was really nice. And then we came back here to our place, and it was freezing. But we actually... I had cranked the heat in in the bedroom. So one bedroom was warm. The rest was freezing. And then we fell asleep? Some of us fell asleep. I fell asleep. Yep. And many hours later, it was morning. And the day began... Absolutely. So we got up and, well, Melanie and I went directly to the fairgrounds and our friends joined us shortly after. So then we went to the fair and we started seeing listeners. We did. We saw so many, so many more listeners than I expected, actually. I know. So that was actually great. We tried to, we made sure to, we tried to take pictures with everybody we saw. Yeah, we got almost everybody. And... Actually, we should have started off with the day started and it was freezing. It was very cold this There was frost, there was frost on the ground. There's never been frost on the ground here before. I mean, probably there has been, but not during during New York Sheep and Wool. And it's it's earlier this year because of the way the weekends pan out. Yeah, so it's a few days early. And yet it was frosted. Yeah. So we were bundled up. We were. And we unbundled as the day went on and the layers fell away. And so let's see. What did... Highlights of the day? Highlights of the day. Um, I ended up falling at the fold. So the fold is the store where they sell socks at Rock, and they had a whole section with uh, Millen's again. And as usual, I bought some, and I'm in love with every single one. Okay. I bought a couple also. Um, my friend Esther was supposed to come this year, and she couldn't because of a family thing, so I'm putting together a package for her. So I bought things for the package, little things up and down and around Rhinebeck. And you bought a few things for your swap partner as well. I did. Your swap petition My partner. My swap peti- petition partner and also for Savvy Mom because she's not here this year. She will hopefully be here next year. We're, she really wants to come. So it was just there were family weddings and well, she talked about it on the last podcast. So yeah. fingers, hope, crossed. fingers crossed. Hope fingers crossed she will be here. But the hat she made for me was here and a lot of people noticed the hat. So the hat was the passerine hat. With the birds. With the birds on a wire. And it was so cute. And I ended up borrowing it for part of the day and I got a lot of attention. Thank you, Mom. At least I get some attention even though I'm the middle child. And let's see. Highlights of the day. As usual is Ron's Buffalo Yarn truck. Yes. I really do love that. It's a great truck. It's It's fun watching people get so excited and they're good products and small business and he's really nice and kilts in freezing cold weather that's right yes i i particularly enjoyed oh the pretzel yes i particularly enjoyed my breakfast pretzel which was you know just a pretzel that i ate at breakfast time let's see well see what entered i had entered some of your things in yes the contests and you did well you won seventh (laughs) <laughs> so Melanie entered a variety of things One of the things of mine that she So I was out of town And Melanie went through my drawers And my Some stash Some people call it stealing And entered the things that she thought should be entered And some of them I would have entered Some of them I wouldn't have thought they were good enough But some of those they ended up winning things So one of them was a sheepy hat And it was a design I made that we need to publish. We'll post it up. But yeah, Deborah actually designed it and it's, it's kitschlicious. It's a sheep face. It's a sheep face. That's a hat. Yeah. But 3D sheep face. Full on. It's great. And that was seventh place. It's for all your sheep fetishes. And then I had two skeins of hand spun that Melanie entered and both of them won. One won a fifth. And one won third, I think. Something like that. 
And then, then your end of the world. Those have been actually made by a lot of people. Your end of the world gloves. Well, they're very pretty. I need to. Um, I could have used them this morning, but no, they were they stuck were, on a wall with second yeah, so, place on them. So the, the my one design that I've published is a is a, a fingerless mitts pattern, and that Melanie entered, and it was a beaded a beaded long version of them. So they go all the way up the forearm. And that ended up winning something. And your felted hamster, oh your, felted, your felted gerbil <laughs> bag. bag, also won a prize. You really just swept this so competition. This, this was, I made a variety of bags for Melanie at one point where I, no, I it, fold. No, no, it was our no. foray into business at the gerbil show. I know. When I no one bought the stuff. I even made gerbil coffins for advanced planning. <laughs> and nobody, nobody went for them. Um, so that didn't go way, well. way, way back. And there, there's a... 2009. Show it was once a year, and you can get a booth there to sell things. And we did. Unfortunately, the only people who came to the Dribble Show were other people selling things. Yes, that, so, that is true. So we didn't sell much, but there was one of a, a bag that I had knitted and then fold, and then I had needle felted a gerbil face on it. And, and it won Melanie, a prize. That won a prize, and that would surprise me because I actually don't think it's very nice. I entered my squeaky mittens, which yes had a couple mistakes, but they noticed the mistakes, and I didn't win anything. Oh, went well. And Mom entered her, some of her crocheted snowflakes, which won a third place. So go, Mom. Go, Mom. Now, I entered the photography contest this year, and the judge. There was no judge. Well, the judge was the 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 person who the volunteer volunteered. the volunteer, and she's very nice. I just. I'm not sure that she knows that she's a photography expert. Um, I can say with... I'm pretty sure she's not. However, she However, did make one fabulous choice. She did. A picture of my little sweet sparrow won second place in the sheep and wool competition. Because the she, picture has her holding a scrap of yarn in her beak. In her beak ski, because she likes knitting. That's very cute. She's so pretty. That's very cute. Can we just talk about her? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. No, we won't this time. Anyway, I bought cheese. You bought cheese, yes. You We're bo- going to eat some. You of the brought cheese. wine. You bought cheese. Um, your friend bought apples. So tonight's snack involves apple cheese, cheese. and wine. And that's all I can think of. But What's I'm sure more. Tomorrow? We don't know yet. Leaping llamas. Leaping llamas, and then more wandering. Yeah, and we didn't look through at all. There's always new vendors. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did what what caught your attention this year? Anything anything that doesn't that's new to catch your attention? There was the new line of yarn. I can't believe I'm saying it. You're the one who was drooling all over the them. The O-Wool? Yeah. I had never yeah. seen them before. I've heard of them. I don't know if they've been at Rhinebeck before, but it was absolutely that's what I was going to I know mention. you were. It's, were the it's absolutely person. stunning kind of I don't know if it's pastel, like muted colors. I'd say muted colors. Really mature looking muted colors. Um, so really I get that, that was sort of, of the only it. new new thing. There were there were new booths because there were a few people we talked to last year who was their last year there. Yeah, but that was sort of a big that really caught my attention. It, it caught a lot of people's attention, and I don't know if it's just the mar- the branding. The yarn was pretty, also, but the branding was very, very sleek, sleek and delicate and well made, which just yeah. shows that branding is good. And it was cute. I was chatting with the owner's mom who who was putting things away, and I had just heard the owner kind of give her mom instructions. In in a like, she was busy and she was talking to her mom, and so her mom said something like, "Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just here helping out. I'm just the mom helping out." And I'm like, and I said something like, "Well, I, I bet you get in trouble pretty often." And she's like, "No kidding." And then she realized what she said. She's like, "No, no, no, no. She's very nice." I'm like, "I'm sure she is, but I know what it's like." <laughs> so the other new thing was at the jam booth. 
Oh yeah. Maya's jam booth. And we didn't, I didn't buy it cause it was $20, but I really wanted to. Um, they had these not marinades. It, they had, what uh, was it? The concentrated, concentrated fruit purees. Yeah. But you could mix it with anything or so put, it put it on ice anything. Cream. One thing that I liked was the idea that they had to mix them with like a seltzer water. Yeah, but so one of them was be... what was it? Hibiscus watermelon or something? Yeah, that was that one is tempting. I have to say, I'm and I love that the girl who runs it, the woman sweet. who runs it, she's lovely. And I ended up getting jam. I got you a got jam, jam too. What jam did you get? I don't remember. It's peach something. I got an apricot Madagascar vanilla and a raspberry chili or chili. Something? Yeah. Raspberry Thai chili. So very overall, a very and I can't say everything I got because some of it's from my swap partner. So sneaky, there you sneaky, go, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. All right, so I think we should interview absolutely our our newest our newest convert. Yes. So, Deborah, you are doing this interview. So, actually, I'm just going to sit on the couch. Hi, Kim. Hello. I'm so excited to introduce my friend Kim, who came all the way from Montreal to be at Rhinebeck this year. Nice to talk to you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. So, Kim is not a knitter. I'm not a knitter at all. Are you a, are you a yarn crafter? Neither. <laughs> but his older sister is. Hi, hi, older sister. Hello, how are you? And he, this was his first ever Sheep and Wool Festival. So we are going to uh, tell me about what you, what your impressions of the day. I had a great time. The weather was great uh, later in the day. It was very sunny. There's a lot of people. I didn't expect so many people to be at this uh, place for knitting. I didn't know it was such a big community. I saw a lot of uh, style, definitely. What were your favorite <laughs> fashion choices? Uh, favorite in, in quotation marks. I, the, 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 there was a hat that took that really took my attention. It looked like a little Viking hat, all made out of wool. Was it a baby hat or? It was. Wearing? It was a grown man, maybe forty <laughs> years old, and there were some horns on the side and a little. How do you call the little, little balls? Oh, pom-poms? Pom-poms. And that was one of the things that I remember. But there were so many different uh, combinations of colors. and. Do, do you want a Viking hat? No. No, no <laughs> not really. I have, I have uh, a toque that my sister made for me. And it's oh, yeah. A, Tell me about that. Your toque. <laughs> the toque is orange because I want to go hunting with it. And it's made out of a cashmere, I believe. And Ooh. it's very soft, and I like it. So it's a cable. It's a cable hat, and it's merino. You know, it's not cashmere. Oh. It's well. It's very soft. Merino or cashmere, it doesn't matter. I don't she know. loves you I enough. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what are some of the things you noticed? That some of the things that you liked watching at the festival? Well, the 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 whole thing together was great. There was a lot of uh, yarn for people that like yarn. I, I like <laughs> animals a lot. There were a bunch of sheep. But there was some llamas, there was some vicuñas. Well done. And I also saw some shepherd's dog. And I've never seen a kangaroo before. I saw two kangaroos today. That was that was great. That's why you have to come to the Sheep and Wool Festival, right? To Definitely. see kangaroos. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if they're there every year because it's my first time around. But I had a great time. There was a lot of uh, food vendors as well and artisan of all kinds. And you, you, you noticed someone weaving, right? Yes, there was this machine. I, I heard that it was 
the first computer in the human history. They call it a loom. <laughs> and I noticed the man was working on it and all my friends were gone and they caught me. I was just mesmerized by the man working. I thought it was like a great tool and a great invention. And what he was doing was just amazing. What was he making? I think he was making like a really long scarf and it looked like a pretty pretty wide uh, scarf. Maybe it could be a piece of something else. I don't know. Well, Shang was thinking of getting a loom at some point. Yes. Is that still on the table as a possibility? And Mo said I got an automatic knitting machine. Okay. <laughs> so now she's going to be knitting everything. Yes. <laughs> Great. You can knit me things. Yes. And I got a sock knitting machine. She got a, a regular knitting machine and a sock knitting machine. You inherited those, right? Yes. From your... Mother-in-law. From her mother-in-law. So have you figured out how to make them work? No. <laughs> okay. She will figure out how to make them work. <laughs> um, okay. Tell me about what you ate today. Today I had some fried um, calamari and also fish and chip that I share with my sister. You had fish and chips? Mm -hmm. yes. I didn't know they had fish and chips. It was it was pretty good. The yeah. lineup was quite long because obviously there's a lot of people in right back. But uh it was great. It was it was good. So are you going to pick yarn and pick something for Shang to knit for you? Uh I think she has like probably most knitter a whole bunch of yarn at home. <laughs> so she could probably choose. So you don't you don't get to pick something for your trouble? <laughs> mm. Well, she she just made a toque for me, so I have to use this one first. <laughs> and I also bought uh, from our friend Ron a very nice pair of gloves oh, yes, from you got... Buffalo uh, Yarn. Yeah, that's true, yes. And so uh, I think I'm good for a couple of months, maybe weeks, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it is so nice talking to you, and tomorrow is going to be Leaping Llama competition. Can't wait. And oh, you're going to have to go and test the, the wine and and food in the the food booth mm -hmm. and i don't know see everything very well thanks for <laughs> listening to me bye 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 Emily Straw. Hello, Emily. What's your Ravelry name? Um, it's Emily Straw, and I host the Knitting Butterflies podcast. As well. And you designed a Hamilton hat. I did. I love it. Thank you. It's Have you seen Hamilton yet? No, because it's thousands of dollars. And it's impossible You're to get a ticket. Because you live in New York, right? Yes, but I've been entering the lottery every day for months, and I have not seen it either. Okay. So, yes. I want to. I put in a word with my husband that they still have tickets in Chicago on my birthday. Oh. So we might go to Chicago for my birthday. You should, and you never know when the original cast is going to stop in. That's what they said about the touring productions. Really? That, yeah, they're going to stop in sometimes. That would be so fun. I know. Yes, that would be really fun. I know. <laughs> so you work in a bridal store. I do. And so you know everything about being a bride. Kind of, yeah. So as for me, as a Deborah's maid of honor, what do, what do I have to know? Um, she's always right. I don't believe she's always... I think... <laughs> Um, you lost me there. But why is she always right? What if she's wrong? She gets to be wrong. Did she, I mean, is she always right on that one day, or is it every day leading up to that no, day? No, it's that one day. All right. You like you get to use the time beforehand to try and talk her down from stuff, but for the most part. Okay. Especially the day of, she's always right. And how many times does she get to stamp her foot and say, it's my day? Never. <laughs> she says never. <laughs> I don't know, maybe like two times total. All right, two times? Yeah. Okay. You get like, you get like a number of vetoes and you can say no. So
So like I hear the mother-in-law gets a veto and mom gets a veto. Of, of a thing, whatever of the thing, thing is. Whatever the thing is. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, let's see. What, what are other good wedding-related questions? <laughs> um, I don't know. As far as, well, she's, how much crafting is too much crafting in a wedding? Because Deborah was making a bouquet surrounder yesterday. A bouquet wrap. Okay. Yeah. So is it, is it, is what, how much is too much knitting? You know, too much knitting? Too much knitting. In a wedding? Yes. It doesn't take very much. <laughs> okay. I don't, I, like, I feel like a couple little touches here and there, but when you end up with like, pick like one thing. You can have like one thing that's a special knit, and then the rest of it, knitting doesn't belong at a wedding. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I can't wear knitting to work because it will snag on the dresses. Oh, true. So I don't wear any knitting to work. It's very like soft fabrics, and that's kind of thing. That's true because you don't want to ruin a five thousand dollar dress. Well, not just or, that, but I don't want to ruin my knitting. Oh, right, right. Don't want to ruin the knitting. Exactly, exactly. I don't want to ruin my knitting. It'll wreck my knitting before it will wreck the dress. The dresses are pretty stable. Fair enough. Yeah. And what is your opinion about keeping a bride dress where it, or selling it after? Because I have a friend who, you know, preserved this and put it in a box. And where are you going to put the box? She doesn't exactly. know. It's really hard to find. So. I find that it's hard to sell a wedding dress because there's so many alterations that have oh, to be done true. to it. Right. So we get calls all the time. Can I sell my wedding dress? And we always say no. Because eBay. Because can't do it. eBay. Right. eBay. A lot of people do eBay. And then there's some consignment stores and stuff, too. Fair but enough. Yeah. We do both. Mine is still in a bag 12 years later in the back of my closet. I haven't preserved it or anything, so... You preserve it so it doesn't turn yellow. Is this why? Yeah. Or? yeah. Ah. And it's like clean. They clean it and stuff. We have girls that come back with their dresses and they're covered in mud. So. Oh, because the outside pictures. Yep, exactly. Right, right. Exactly. So then they get clean and preserved and stuff. I just like think that. it must be, you're helping make people's days special. It's so. fun. It's a fun place. They're happy. But, you know. Are they, okay, my last wedding question. Okay. It won't get you trouble at work. Who are more indecisive, brides or knitters at a yarn store? What do you think? Brides. Really? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Like, the knitters... If they go into a store, most of the time they'll buy something. Oh, that's a good point. That's the thing. They're, yeah. they're willing to buy at least something if they go in the store. But brides right. are convinced they have to go to 10 different stores before they buy a dress. Oh, I guess they, the dress picks them, whereas exactly. they pick the yarn. Exactly. Unless the yarn picks them. I don't exactly. really, usually, if it's on sale, I pick it. That's otherwise. Yeah. Okay. In the same way. Even if I don't like it, if it's on sale, I'll buy it. Nice. Well, you've had a good time here. Yeah. You bought a fleeces? I bought um, roving, yeah. I bought two pounds of Cormo lamb. Wow, so you spin and design and have a podcast (laughs) and help brides have special days. And you made that thing you're wearing, which I want. Thank you. It's fun. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. And again, um, what's your podcast called? It's called Knitting Butterflies. And what's it about? It is about knitting. It's um, knitting and photography and just life stuff. I have four kids too, so I'll throw them in there sometimes too. Throw them in. Yes. You know. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Melanie. Welcome to wherever we are. Brian Beck. <laughs> I'm here with Maya from Maya's Jams, and we, Melanie and I, hit up this booth every year at Rhinebeck because we love what they have. Hi, Maya. Maya. Hi. Hi. <laughs> So you have some new products this year. Tell me about what you have. Yeah, so we have, usually we just have jams all handmade by my mom, my grandma, and me. And this year we also have uh, fruit syrups made from fresh whole fruits. And they're awesome for cocktails or any kind of drinks, healthy sodas, lemonades. You can pour it on ice cream, pancakes, waffles, 
using savory for marinades. It's really, really versatile and really fun. So Melanie has picked up some watermelon hibiscus syrup, and I it yesterday <laughs> yesterday I ended up with apricot Madagascar vanilla and. It was Thai chili raspberry. Raspberry, yeah. Yes. I'm so excited to, well, I, I do like your jams. To shove mm. the jam in your pie hole. That's right. <laughs> yes. So you have a website? Yes, it's mayasjams.com. And uh, we also have Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, so you can follow us there too. It's at mayasjams. So what do you think of all these crazy knitters walking around? It's pretty awesome. I knit myself, so it's pretty nice to see all these amazing designs and intricate mm-hmm. patterns. It's really cool. Do you show at other shows here, or do you, is this your once a year? We do, actually, uh, this year we did 40 festivals. So we're all over New York State, uh, downstate, upstate. We were at the New York State Fair. And um, we're going to be in New York City next week, so oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be at the it's called. It's a Metropolitan Pavilion or at the Met Opera. My mom does all oh, yeah. <laughs> It's the big holiday thing outside the Met Opera, is that it? I think so, yeah. Oh, lovely. And then we're also, um, another really nice one is the Bethel Woods Holiday Market at Bethel Woods on December 4th and 5th. We'll have to come check them out. Yeah. Well, thanks for chatting. Of course. And Thank we'll you, see ladies. you next year. See you next year for sure. Jan. Savvy girl Deb and Savvy girl Melanie. So glad to run into you guys. So I didn't know you were up. coming. I knew you were coming, but I only knew it at the last second when I heard you say it on That's how it happens episode. with lots of girls. You don't exactly. know they're coming to the last second. <laughs> Family friendly. We are, Family friendly. We are having dueling <laughs> recording machines here, and I hope that they don't end up mutually canceling each other out by, right. uh, by some kind of feedback or something. But uh, Jan, what have you been buying today? So today I have bought two skeins of yarn from Northern Lights Fiber Okay. in order to supplement a project for which I did not buy enough of their yarn previously. Okay. <laughs> and I bought some beautiful, beautiful 90% bison gloves for my husband. Yeah, I was admiring those. Your husband is was, so nice. Then I was he's, admiring... He's, he's glove worthy. Then I was admiring the bison um, yarn and thinking I would actually per- perhaps prefer to make them myself because these have kind of an elastic at the at, at the the edge and I would be more comfortable without that but it's really expensive to buy either because it's the fiber is very very um, high tech for, yes, for a natural is. fiber incredibly warm I wanted the gloves with the leather hands already sold on them sewn on them so I didn't have to do that and did your husband make the necklace you're wearing my husband did not make the necklace oh. I'm wearing. The necklace I'm wearing is a Bella Beat Leaf fitness tracker. Really? Oh. Not jewelry, but looks good what? to be jewelry. How do you read it? It reads you. If you, if you have an app on your phone. Oh, that's really pretty. Yeah. So it's a wood and metal, copper, I don't know, a wooden wow. metal necklace, and it's in a leaf design, and it's really pretty, and it's a fitness tracker. That's right. That's I'm really cool. I'm wearing um, my fitness tracker on my bra. That's what I used to do, but this I can wear as a necklace, or I can clip it on my bra if I don't want to wear it as a okay. necklace. Family show. We're talking about bras. All right. All right. I'll stop. No, please. No. Don't. You don't have to stop. We don't have a family show. I want to congratulate Deborah. Thank you. On the yarn she bought? No. Hearing on your last episode about the engagement. Actually, it was yeah. the episode before last. It still. was. Wonderful. Thank and you. For our listeners, if you don't know, Savvy Girl Deborah is knitting her own hoppa cover, which is going to be basically 12 feet diameter circle of fine knitting with beads on it. She's insane, but it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic, and I already have nine and a half 
in, in feet diameter now. So, <laughs> of course, the rows are getting longer. Uh, yeah, well, yes, yeah, 1,200 stitches on the needles, but yeah, you know, a few rounds a night and a couple rounds, one round a night, and so eventually it'll get done. That's right. <laughs> the good part is um, if she's doing that, she's not stamping her foot and exclaiming, it's my day. <laughs> well, it's not my day. No, I'm the maid of honor. It's my day. <laughs> hey, how about Swapetition? How's that going? I don't know. Have you signed up? I have not signed are up you yet. Good, are you going to sign up? I'm planning on signing up. I just Excellent. haven't hit the boards yet. No, it's okay. Mom hasn't signed up either. Swapetition's going well. Melanie's almost finished her package. I'm going to pick my partner later. <laughs> <laughs> I, bought, well, I keep finding things I think would go well in the package. So I, I am going to pick my partner based upon what I bought already. I think. And Melody's they're... breaking the rules in that way, which is the theme of this year's swap And it, it, it's still open for sign up, I guess, because I want you to do it. There you go. Also, uh, prize. <laughs> You're one of the winners. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm going to send the prizes up from last year. Yeah, soon. that I have to take full responsibility. That was my job, and I'm very, very uh, sorry. Everybody. You might have gotten busy uh, going to Jordan and taking care of people. So. I, hello. I think we'll give you a pass. I know, but still. But absolutely. So this is like wedding thank you notes. You have a full year to respond, to send out wedding thank you notes, to still be within the margins of proper etiquette. I actually think the etiquette says you have a full year to send a a wedding gift. But But you also have a year to send the thank you notes. Oh. I didn't know that. I would rather... Maybe that's an American thing because we're not as polite as you guys. (laughs) I thought it was you had to send them within shorter than a year. That may be the Canadian thing. Or maybe. maybe that I made up that rule when I was late sending mine out. Oh, that, that could work. So, see, I'm already breaking the rules. Okay, good breaking the rules. I miss your house. Your house is my dream. <laughs> well, come visit again. Well, I am going to invite myself to visit you. I just, I have to figure out when and, and talk to you about it. But your house, your, my dream is a house in the country. I mean, I would need a much smaller house, like a shed, but it also, is... Also, she has a working farm, so that's a lot of work. Oh, I forgot about that part. How are the chickens? Chickens are doing great. Did they grow up? Did the babies grow up? So, Any of them? So what I probably, you probably don't want to know that the, the babies are not there. Any of them? They did not grow up. Did you eat them or did they, someone uh, else eat them? They grow up and they were actually put out in the in the coop. Yeah. And yeah. they were doing fine. And then a raccoon got into the coop at night. Oh, no. And it was. Sneaky raccoon. It was, it was a messy. just a bloodbath. Oh, no. A couple of the older chickens survived. Nobody else did. But we got more. We got more, and those guys are doing great. How did the raccoon get in there? So you can come and pretend like the ones you see are the ones that you saw when they were chicks. That's a really good idea. I don't know that I can pretend that now. Can you unsee Sorry. the image in your head right unsee now of image. raccoon bloodbath? No, I can't. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, raccoons can dig, and they'll sometimes dig underneath the fences to get inside. Huh. So, very I guess sad. you're just going to have to sleep with the chickens from now on. Dale can sleep with the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> or that's where you can sleep when you come visit. <laughs> well, the rubber duck that I may have gotten in Swapertition still travels with me. He's so cute, he's blue, and he likes to travel. Very good. From Jan. Yeah, right. Not just general, not just, I'm changing the subject to my dog. Hey, Jan, want to talk about a rubber dog? (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, and how's your sister twin? She's doing well. She's actually here, too. What? She's up by Building 29. I know she's... Okay, we should, we should, like... Actually, get up and move that way? Probably. How, that's what, actually where I was supposed to be heading. What can we do to play trick on her? Can we pretend we're attacking you and see if she fixes you or helps us? Or <laughs> You have to do like some sort of twin switcheroo, but that won't work because she's one of the twins. She's one of the twins. <laughs> that would make it harder. How are we going to... That would make it difficult. 
I don't know yeah. how we're... We might just have to go say hi. I think that might work. All right. All right. So here I am at Rhinebeck, and who are you? My name is Lynette Meek. I design under the name Letessier Designs. My Ravelry name is Letessier. And you design beautiful things. You do, because I've seen your beautiful things and coveted them. Well, that's good to hear. And I think I'm not the only one. That's growing. That's changing. Mm -hmm. Because I've been relatively unknown until I started working with the Buffalo Wool Company, who have been fabulous. And your things look beautiful in Buffalo yarn. They do? Wool. Yarn. 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 It's wool in it, too. Some of the Okay. Some of right. has wool. <laughs> so the sweater, I don't know what it's called. So the Pocahontas sweater? That's authenticity. Authenticity sweater. People have been going crazy about that. Yeah, it's very cool. So can you talk about that a little? Okay. I have an inner cowgirl. I grew up watching John Wayne and all his movies, and my favorite image of him is when he was a young man wearing a buckskin shirt. And when they started the Buffalo Skies line, they did a color called Tatanka. That's exactly the color of buckskin. So I dreamed it up one night, woke up the next morning, and started knitting. Dreaming of knitting. I dream in knitting. I dream in knitting, and I dream in color. Wow. <laughs> so that's where it comes from. Is usually I design best, you know, in the dark of the morning, right before the sun comes up, about 5. That's usually when I wake up and ideas are going crazy. And do you draw things out first, or do you just start knitting? I knit. Wow. I knit, I, I hit it, if I can see it in my head, which is usually what I do, if I can see it, I can knit it. And you can manage to keep it in your head the whole way. Yep. Wow. And I take notes as I go, of course, because you need to know the exact stitch count. You need to know all the, the gauge and everything like that. But I, if I can see it in my head, it stays there till I knit it out, which is limiting sometimes as a designer because... It's one thing at a time. It's is one this? thing right. at a time. You can only knit one thing at a time. Well, you can knit three or four, but quite often if you're doing something and something else interrupts it, something gets dropped and you're right. on to the new thing and sometimes that's the hardest thing is keep focused on finishing the one thing but some things are so strong you just knit till they're done nice and do you love seeing people in your things is that how does that feel of course i do isn't that the best you feel, do you feel you sort of own what they knit because i would feel like i own at least half of it no i don't feel i just feel like this is why i did it oh this is why because once it, once it's done i don't care it's out of my head it's on paper. Really? It's somebody else's. But seeing it on somebody, it's like, that's why I got the idea. So other people can do it. Nice. So it's it's a fun thing. And do you name your own patterns? I try to. Sometimes I ask for help because sometimes you look at it and it, the name's not there. But that name was, it was just, when it was done, it was so what I wanted. It was authentic to what I, my image. So nice. that's why it's called authenticity. And how many, is this isn't your first Rhinebeck, is it? It is my very it first Rhinebeck. And have you gotten away from the yarn truck? A couple times. Yay. I've spent a little bit of money. All right, so have <laughs> all of us. That's mm-hmm. cotton candy or uh, yarn. <laughs> no, mine was needles and yarn. Ah. I went to see Artisan Lake Needles, the hexagonal ones. Yeah. Those are nice. I played with them last night and went, bought, went back this morning and bought more. Nice. Mm-hmm. So my most important question is, if you could talk to yourself at six years old and she saw you doing what you're doing now, would she think it was cool? I think she'd think it was pretty cool. You're making clothes. I made doll clothes as a teenager for the kids I babysat. So I knit, I sewed, 
I at one point wanted to be a costume designer. I've always made things. This really is following your dream then. It is. I'm very nice. lucky woman. You're an official crazy knitter in a good way. Yes, absolutely. Nice. I think all knitters are crazy and in they a good are. way. Most of them in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your first Rhinebeck. Thank you very much, Melanie. I will have a wonderful day. Yay! Buffalo again, the Buffalo yarn truck, Betsy, and what's up? What? What do you mean, what's up? What's up is everything is up. We're having a great time out here. We're having a ball. All the men are coming by. They're smiling because they get to shop as well as the ladies. We have everything for everybody. That's one of the best parts about it. And everyone just seems really, really happy here. Totally. totally. Maybe it's because you're under a tree, too. The, the shade helps because you can see things. Um, it helps because you don't get sunburned, even when it's chilly and windy, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but the best, I, you know what I really like is that Ron and Teresa are two of the nicest people around. And the reason you see happy people around here is because they are just happy. They have good juju, good karma, good good vibes, and it shows in their products, it shows in the way they treat their customers, uh-huh. and just people in general. And you can see your yarns from where we're standing. I can see your <laughs> yarns. And is it so much fun to watch people pick them up? And Every time somebody picks up yarn that that I've dyed or that, that I have something to do with, I always want to go, oh yeah, you're going to like that. You know, it's, and I just want to, you just, I want to, I want to go over there and talk to them about mm-hmm. it. I really do. And I have to sometimes make myself sit down and behave, right. you know, because people get to make choices, but to see people and I had a woman who came in and was doing some serious shopping serious serious shopping and she agonized over colors and everything and she finally found one that she fell in love with and she was what the best part of it was she was so excited that was the best part and do people ask you for ideas about what they should do with the yarn yes oh I didn't even tell always the name of your yarns are uh, knitting, knitting rose, rose yarns knitting rose which yarns. I should have said at the beginning yeah so. that's okay I'm Lise I'm knitting rose I knew well, I knew that <laughs> yes <laughs> But, so um, you help people with ideas when they need ideas. Oh, of course, of course. Because it's, you know, a lot of people now especially are, they're looking for a project when they are looking for yarn. Yes. You want the yarn because it's great yarn, but you also want a project. You want to do something with it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when, and, you know, one skein, two skein, whatever you want, there's always a good project out there. There's Eight go- skeins. Yeah, eight skeins. Eight skeins. Yeah. Buy them all. Buy them of course, you can do color work. You can do all kinds of stuff. I mean, that's one of the best parts. What is the most impressive or unusual thing, though, you've seen knit out of your yarns? When you see something and you saw, I mean, the most unusual thing I've seen is maybe that crochet skirt that's walking by. But um, <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Bring it on. Anyway. Usually but, color work is more most impressive okay. because it uses, it uses so many different... You can see it. Right. You know, it's not just... But I've seen probably there was a shawl. There was a beautiful shawl, and I can't remember the pattern, but I saw this gorgeous shawl that this girl made out of my yarn, and I was like, you know what? You're now my hero. No, <laughs> can I have it? Like, right, right. Sure, it was like, this yeah. is my yarn. And I didn't even have my phone with me. It was oh, like, no. yeah, I didn't have my phone or anything, so I didn't even get a picture. But it was this stunning shawl, and it had this beautiful medallion center design, and then mm-hmm. it, you know, grew out, so it was a, the pie shape. Right. You know, but it was, it was just so stunning, and you could tell that she loved doing it. Right, which also is really nice. Mm -hmm. Process knitter and all. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and I am a process knitter because I'll knit really beautiful, beautiful things, and then I just kind of put them down, and I'm not, you know, I either give them for gifts or... Really? Yeah. Gifts, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you need some gifts? Is that uh, what you're saying? Always need mm. so much, I mean, it's so much more fun wearing things you don't make. <laughs> um, so you're, you're on the road a lot with the Buffalo Yarn Crew. You are you are basically one of the Buffalo Yarn Crew now. Yeah, well, I'm on the road a lot with them. They're really good friends, and they've really helped me a lot, and I want to give back to them because... So do you have a car and the truck? This is what I was wondering. Are you car and truck or just truck and um, well this time we ha- we actually had to rent a car but usually well back when i had my 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 car my lady died that died this last year oh, and so i had to get sorry. a new vehicle um we, i would i would follow them up and so we didn't have to rent a car nice but um yeah we at the, especially here we have to rent a car because we park the vehicle here and we can't pull it on and off right because it stays here it's it's the booth but it's so much fun to ride in. It, I, mean, I was going to ask. It sort of feels like it would be a party on wheels with yarn bouncing around and hats <laughs> everywhere. It just—it feels like it would just be one of those cars with a face that's smiling as it goes. From it's well, it's definitely smiling because we're always smiling. We're usually listening to a book or some great music, or we're having vivid discussions. Some of the best ideas that we get are when we're riding along. Nice. Yeah, and it's—it doesn't have air conditioning, so. You, you know, sometimes it's really hot, sometimes it's really cold, but it's always fun. Nice. It's, it's bouncy, but it's fun. Bouncy, you just can't bounce too much if you got to pee in, you know, right. pee in a cup. <laughs> if there's one of these yeah. pee, pee in a water no, bottle No, 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 we, we make lots of stops. Oh, it's good, yeah. That's yeah. good. We, we, don't, we don't make anybody cross our You don't want to set long. the die that way. No, oh, no, no. No, but you could, I guess. You could. I mean, yeah. they do it in Morocco. Right. Well, you can also... Yeah, you could, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We're, that's a weird place to go. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but it just looks like it's a whole lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And and truly, one of the, part of the fun is getting to see new places. Because we'll, we'll see something on the road. And, of course, one of our games is whoever sees the buffalo, if there's buffalo statues, billboards, right. whatever... The first person who sees it and says it wins, you know, that round, and then the nice. next round comes up. So we have these little contests that we do. It's kind of fun. I mean, it's just silly, but it's fun. Nice. So I guess my last question is, if you're six, this is my question of the day, if your six-year-old self could see what you're doing now, what would she say? What would she Would say? she think you're cool? Would she be like, really? Would she, how would she react? She would, I, she would go, what? <laughs> it would be, what? She would be like, I can't believe that's what you're doing. But in a good way, you get to be on the road, have adventures, and do crafts. Yeah, I, I really think my six-year-old self would be so confused. Because, quite honestly, whenever I look at what I do, I'm confused. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. And I never thought I would be here. And you're here? Yeah, and it's here. And it's and it's fun. And it's creative. And it's it's awesome. It's awesome to do something this much fun. That's It's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. We work all the time. But it's so much fun, and it's so awesome to do something that you love that much. Yay! So. Well, thank you so much, of and course. we'll see you at the next fair. Okay. So I'm here with Mom. Hi. Hi. This is post Rhinebeck. Somehow we never got around to podcasting after the second day, what with driving back to New York and getting Deborah's apartment ready for the baby and life. And so I'm... I'm what baby? Shang's baby. Oh, Shang's baby. Shang's baby. Okay, okay, okay. This is, there's not a surprise baby no, you don't just, know about. I just needed to clarify that. There might have been a food baby after. <laughs> we might all have had food babies. So anyway, here I am with 
the gerbil who's sleeping and the bird who's giving us the stink eye. Ah, here she comes. Hey, baby. Did you hear her fly she- over? Hey. So there's the bird who wants to podcast, too. She's almost gotten into evening mode. Mom, can you can you oh quickly gosh. explain what happens in evening mode? It's 6 o'clock here in the evening, and within the next half an hour, she is going to go into her leave-me-alone mood. It could happen want, any second. It could happen any time. I want to go to sleep. Don't go near me. So basically she screams. She Don't screams. touch me. She screams. Can we make the noise. Make the yelling. <laughs> That's her noise. That's her noise. She's, She's sitting on... On Melanie's arm now, watching her intently. She screams if we look at her. She screams if she hears my voice, but not Mom's. That's right. She's so. used to falling asleep in the room, and I just do whatever I do. And she goes to sleep, and I don't bother her. I barely bother her. Well, she expects you to bother her. So there's a lot of screaming going on. A lot of screaming goes on. And she likes electronics. She likes buttons. She's and Yep, she's basically flirting with the podcast machine yes, right now. that's what she's you doing. You might be able to hear her peck-pecking it. Yeah. So, oh, she sees a reflection in it. You yeah, have a that's new friend. even better when it's shiny. So, well, Mom and the bird have been really, really busy. Peck, peck. Peck, peck. Peck, peck. Oh, I, I was at Rhinebeck, and I bought Mom some presents, and you didn't get all of them yet because I traveled with carry-on only, which means that I could not bring the two liquid things back. I can't believe how much you got on for carry-on. Yeah, when you have an accordion, people don't question you. They question other things, like your life choices. <laughs> they don't question your amount of carry-on. You ha- you, okay, so you had a, an accordion. Giant accordion. You had a backpack. It will, no, that was my backpack. Oh. I had that, a giant rolling bag that was oversized. a giant oversized. rolling bag, oversized. To, yeah. To, yeah, would not fit in one of those cage things to check the no, size. No, it didn't go near a cage. We kept you it. you had something else. I had a giant bag. That had my purse and a yeah. computer and everything else yeah. inside it. And this was her one item carry on. <laughs> and a personal item, technically. That's true. That's so, true. Uh, what, Mom, what did I bring you? You brought me some gorgeous burgundy, deep red burgundy yarn. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for her to react to that. Well, it's not, it's wool. It's not just yarn. It's not yarn, it's Maple it's yarn. Creek Farm. It's okay. It's Maple Creek Farm, and when Deborah and I went there, the woman who owned it said that she was retiring, and uh-huh. all of her yarn was forty percent off. So we, although um, the content's a little questionable because the it says it's forty five percent merino, twenty percent silk, five percent stellina. Now add that up. Not a hundred. Not a hundred. That's seventy percent. So the other seventy percent, I assume it's unicorn tears. It's got to be thirty percent unicorn tears or unicorn tail. Yes. No, it's it's. It's gorgeous. There's a, that little bit of sparkle, pink sparkle in the burgundy yarn. And it's mine. It's worsted weight, you said. And I have to figure out what I'm going to knit with it. Out of it. You'll figure something out. Yeah, I have to figure something out. It's too pretty to... It's very pretty. It is really pretty. So I also brought you maple cotton candy. Oh, it made it back. Oh, maple cotton candy. So smooth, so delicious. It's like eating unicorn tears. It's maple flavored. Not the tears. Smiles. I don't know that unicorn smiles can be eaten. No, they can't be. But but just delicious. I'm only letting myself have a little bit every day to make it last. There might still be more. This was only half a container, so Deborah might be able to hook you up with more when she sees you in a couple weeks. 
Or Maybe. she's eating it in New York. Or she's eaten it in New York. <laughs> I also brought you maple candies, which I have not unpacked yet. Ooh, so just three like, little ones. I like maple-flavored candies. Maple candy, not maple-flavored. Yeah. And I loved them, too, until that time in 2011 where Deborah and I went to the Galapagos, and that, I ate a whole bunch and then promptly got seasick. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't anymore. I love the idea. Yeah. I just, I, I can't. Yeah. No. But I could buy it for you, and I'm glad that I did. I am glad, too. I can't wait to, to, to have them. So, since so, okay, we so need to fill up more brought, podcasts. That's what you brought back for me, but you brought back some other things, too. I did. Didn't you? I didn't bring any of the other stuff back. Oh. The thing is, okay, the thing is, I am here for a visit, and then... Yep, lucky yep, me. And then I'm going to a family wedding, and then I'm likely, actually... <laughs> Pre-family wedding, I'm going on a little adventure, which I'll talk about, I guess, soon. You always go on adventures. I know, but this one isn't singing. This is just sort of an adventure. And then um, it's sort of a work adventure. Can't... Yes, no details. Can't however. tell details, unfortunately, but it's a work adventure. And and then I have the family wedding and then likely another work adventure. And this work adventure, the first one will likely be in Mexico. So if anyone's in Mexico um, in the next couple of weeks, yay, maybe we can hang out. And then the next work adventure encompasses London, parts of Germany, Turkey, and Lebanon. And I want to do it all carry on. <laughs> I, no, you laugh. I'm doing it. I'm doing this all carry on. But no accordion this time. No accordion and very few clothes because I have learned that there are certain items towards which I feel much love and affection, but I don't actually wear them. Uh, on trips. So I am taking the bare minimum for hand wash and undies. I always mean to, and then I don't. And I guess we're not taught, this isn't Rhinebeck. However, um, I swore on that accordion-laden trip back from Rhinebeck that I will not feel this way. Plus, oh, plus a lot of, I'm flying on a bunch of Turkish Airlines, small ones, two specific small ones, and they severely limit the amount of luggage you can carry on without paying and I'm flying this new airline that stops in Iceland on the way back and I actually had to pay $60 to even have a carry-on bag. 60 for carry-on. 60 for carry-on. What would they 80. charge? 80 for well, you 80 might for as a check well bag. Check it. I don't want to check it though. I'm carrying this I'm carrying this on. Plus it's too late I already paid. Okay. So, um it was a very cheap ticket and I I get 30 glorious minutes in Iceland. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I wish it were long. I know, I know. I tried to, there's only one flight a day though, and it just, it just didn't work this time. Yeah. But um, hopefully in the, look, I, it's going to be a crazy enough trip and I need to run back to New York because I'm performing in New York. Again, I'm performing Opera Mouse, the holiday edition, which I have yet to write and possibly my Sophie Tucker show. So if in, you're in New York anytime between Thanksgiving and New Year's, this is going to be a fun year. Lots of performing. And if you've already seen Opera Mouse, come out for the uh, the holiday encore, edition because it's a holiday edition. It w- there will be a new story. Um, some story. Yes, yes, yes there will be. definitely going to be new story. So I guess that's me talking about my travels. But the point is, I did not bring the yarn I bought back from Rhinebeck. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, no. What color is it? Pink. Like this pink? No, that pink's a different pink. <laughs> this pink is not pink. This pink is burgundy. It's not. It's pink. It's dark pink, Mom. We have this argument every time about this color. Burgundy is a pink color, not a red color. 
Burgundy's a red color. It's How dark didn't you red. teach me the right colors? You're so wrong. This is dark. It's not dark, dark red. red. It's pink. This is not pink. Oh, mom, why? <sighs> I would ask our listeners to 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 I suppose put in their opinion, but I don't want to be proven wrong, so we're not going to do that. <laughs> so, mom, yes. How has your crochet been going? I have not been doing anything. Oh, not true. I brought down a project, a project, and and I have been... Here, hold this and talk about your project. I have to to get something, but keep talking. This is a project that should have been finished a year ago. These are my stained glass, um, stained glass uh, crocheted squares, and they're really beautiful. I'm, I hadn't realized, but for the last five or six squares, I didn't sew in the ends, so I'm busy sewing in the ends, and I'm determined that I shall, um, I shall, shall crochet them together. I know what method I want to use to crochet them together, and I found the yarn, and I've got the right hook. I would really like to finish this. Yeah. I'm coming, Mom. Okay. All right, um... That sounds really interesting. I was listening completely-ish. And guess what I have here for you, Mom? You would have... Oh, my goodness, a yellow I ribbon. I know, you won third place. I won third place? And what did you win... For what did you win third place, Mom? I won third place for three of my snowflakes. And they commented. What did they say here, Ma? I don't know my Beautiful glasses. work looks like snow. Oh, so three different snowflakes, and you tied them together to be a mobile. Yes, I did. And I won third place of all the entries at Rhinebeck, where everybody is just an expert crafter. And yet, yours won third place. I won third so. place. Glory! Thank, thank you for entering them. You're welcome, Mom. Thank you for picking the best ones to enter, so I wasn't ashamed by my own mother. Oh, why? Because I crochet? No, because if they hadn't won. Oh. Well, I didn't expect to win. I expected you to win. Did you? Yes. Fully and totally. I'm so thrilled. So look, you also brought home glory and a ribbon. Same thing. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that my grandmother taught me how to crochet. And she made stunning tablecloths and bedspreads out out of crocheted cotton. Very, very fine work. And... Uh, we lived in Toronto, and there was the uh, Canadian National Exhibition, which was also a, um, a, a a farm. What do you call it? Like a it farm. was a fair. It was a fair. Like a fair. It started off as a, as an agricultural fair, mm-hmm. and then turned into to a large exhibition with rides and and buildings and and um, displays. And they always had a craft fair there. Did uh, she enter it? She had an absolutely stunning tablecloth, and her daughters were trying to encourage her to enter it in, and she said, no, there's one mistake in it. One mistake. Who has the tablecloth now? I don't know. Well. Hopefully one of my cousins. There was more than one mistake in things that I entered, and that's why I didn't win any ribbons. Oh, Oh, no. Well, she, she thought, no, if I know there's one mistake, then the experts will find it. But they were just individual flowers that were crocheted and then then connected to each other. Beautiful, beautiful work. So I kind of feel like I brought home the ribbon for my grandmother who never did enter anything. Well, next year you'll enter more. 
Perhaps. Yeah, perhaps absolutely. And perhapsolutely. Perhapsolutely. And you also wore, you and Debra. Oh, we shared your passerine hat, the one you made for me, with the gorgeous colors. And it was the prettiest. I saw a couple there, and this was the prettiest. Too bad, everyone, you lose. But we got so many compliments on this passerine hat, and Deborah did steal it for most, I admit. She she grabbed it and wouldn't give it back because she liked the feel of it on her head. Aww. So she did wear it for most of the time, although it was my Rhineback hat. But luckily, I did have a backup Tam, Shetland Tam I bought when at Kathy's Knits when I was in Edinburgh. So I had a backup hat. You did. But, but your I'm, hat was the best hat. I'm really, really honored that you, first of all, that you wore it there and that Deborah wore it there. And I'm really honored that people thought it was was well made. So Bridget, you're coming next year then? I really want to come. I really missed being there this year. I couldn't have made it this year. No, but, but it, next year, there's I, too many weddings and fusses and things going on. Four here, weddings yeah. in something like six months and none of them here. I know. Yeah. None of them mine. That's fine, please. But still, yeah. none of them yeah. here. Yeah, so it was a bad time for me to, to be traveling. Well, next year, I mean, what was what was your favorite part when you went? I loved walking through, I mean, there were a number of, were they barns? I think they're Some different barns. Some were barns. A number of buildings where they, they showed, they, they showed, they, they had the yarns and then they showed things that people made out of them. And so there would be an absolutely gorgeous lace uh knit shawl unbelievably detailed and i was just amazed that people could make things like that so the handiwork i loved looking at what everybody was wearing some of it was beautiful some of it was gaudy some of it was was um not well put together like an outfit however uh People were showing off the things that they had made by hand. And I really respect that uh, there was somewhere where they could wear the things. Um, sometimes there would be a whole family wearing things, obviously, that the mom had made. And everybody was wearing it. And, and it was nice to see. You could really appreciate the, the handwork. So there was that. Um, well, I think my two highlights well and you saw Uma Thurman yes we saw cool. Uma Thurman we had yes. Deborah manhandle her man <laughs> I think my two highlights this year though the first was we took a picture of them but Deborah and I passed a group of three women wearing matching the bobble hats oh the and, bobble hat but two were wearing them and one was knitting it so clearly oh, really? she hadn't finished it in time it was Sunday afternoon and she clearly she wanted they wanted to take a it? picture with it right oh. so she was she, she there's no way she finished it but she was just standing there near the tree near the hill working and just on her working on her hat. as fast as she could good luck stranded knitting <laughs> so there was that and also at the Leaping Llamas, which is the highlight of... Oh, you have to go to Leaping Llamas. The kids have gotten so tall. It's the same kids. But last year, do you remember the tiny goat? 
Yes, that little black goat the, was that the one the nun was was running with. She was no, she had no, a different she goat. Had a different this one. is just this was a tiny goat, okay. and as it ran, everyone was cheering, "Tiny goat, yes, tiny goat." Well, yes. this year the goat was a lot bigger. Okay, but people remembered. So as that regular sized goat started running, yeah. everyone's like, "Tiny goat!" Ti- it was so cute, and a whole group of knitters brought leap llama leap signs, <laughs> which was adorable. <laughs> So um, I think that's my favorite. It was It's just so much fun. I wish it went on for longer. They talk a lot about the farms. Yes. And although that's important, I wish there was more leaping and less talking going on. There's so much cheering. People cheer for, 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 the, uh, for the animals and the handlers because some of the handlers are just children. And they're, uh, they want them to do well. I took some videos. I'll put up the okay. videos, but I of how it, you know they always pick two kids to sort of hold yes. the poles. Yeah. Those two kids just got they just started jumping every time they made it. It was so <laughs> cute. So anyway, I will post those videos on our Facebook page because they're really fun. And I don't oh. know I Oh, I know what else I like. What else? The samples in the food area. Oh, I know. The I know but we bought a lot more food oh, this did year. You? Um there's wine samples, gay, and there were the cheese. Cheese booth. Do you remember the jam booth where we bought the jam last year? I got you a present from there. They had new things. We we interviewed them on the show. Luckily, will I say the present I bought for you? Anyway, um, and then there are those biscotti samples. Oh, everything was delicious. What about the dips? Oh, the dips. I bought them, but I haven't made them yet. Well, maybe it's time. I may have. I may have bought some of these things for my swap partner. My swap package is, is... I did that last year. I sent a dip to my swap. Well, next year you can send a dip to your new swap partner. I know. All right. So I think we're good. I think we can... I think we filled up the podcast. So let's save any knitting talk for the next one. And let's no, get No, one other one pod- question. Since what? you mentioned swap edition. Have I assigned people? No, no I haven't. How many people have signed up? Not a lot. This okay. is a small year. Like a third of what people usually had. It'll make it a lot easier to manage, but I'm worried a few people will miss out, so I'm going to put out one more call. Okay. If, if you get this and you want to do swap petitions still, I'm going to be assigning some people, but I'll leave a few for a few more days. Okay. Just, so sign up. Sign up right away. Even just put your name in, even if you haven't filled out the survey and need a couple days on that, because if you, it's so much fun. Right, right. It's so And people enjoy following along, and just do it. Do it well. Please do it well. And the topic this year breaking the rules and breaking the rules and so you've already broken the rules by extending by it. over two weeks yes yes, yes. so okay i'm go- we're gonna go okay and we're gonna go okay bye everyone so everybody should crochet tend, tend to, to your knitting kitten it's neat and it's sweet it's a ding dong so much for tuning in to this episode of the Savvy Girls podcast. It has been such a pleasure to have you with us. 
If you'd like to reach us, you can contact us through our website at www.savvygirls.ca. That's S-A-V-V-Y-G-I-R-L-S dot C-A. You can also find us on Ravelry. We have a Savvy Girls podcast Ravelry group. I am Savvy Girl Deborah, and Melanie is Savvy Girl Melanie. I'm on Instagram under Savvy.Girl.Debra. We're on Facebook under the Savvy Girls Podcast, and we're on Twitter under Savvy Girls PCast. And with that, until next time, tend to your knitting, kitten.